Ladies, have you ever stopped, took a breather, and thought, hey, is this it? I mean, is this all? Then life hits you with menopause and midlife crisis. Well, that's what happened to me. But ladies, it's not game over. Oh, no. We've got to get up and claim our space and fight back. My name's Simona, and come join me as I document my life journey, discover midlife solutions one step at a time. I will present various ways to improve our lives and increase our self-care. I will interview inspiring people, share with you the best kept secrets to a successful and meaningful life. So let's get rocking. Couch the Fire will inspire you to get unstuck and venture out of your comfort zone and ignite your fire within. Couch the Fire. Get your life back. Hello, beautiful souls. I am so happy that you're here with me. I have a lovely woman with me today. Her name is Karma Dema from Bhutan. Karma is, um, she has a bunch of roles. She is a project manager for the parliament of Bhutan and kind of works with democracy, gender uh, policies, women leadership, and creating new policies. Uh, and she's just an all around wonderful person. Welcome, Karma. How are you? Uh, thank you so much, Simona. Uh, it's a pleasure to be in this uh, show. And I'm really uh, honored and privileged. I feel so privileged to do this interview with you. And uh, yeah, it's really exciting to be here with you. I'm so excited to have you here with me. Karma and I know each other through mutual friends. And we have this uh, wonderful group that we all support each other and help each other out. And we share a lot of knowledge that we've learned. And um, Karma kind of wants to talk about um, this wonderful thing called mindfulness, which is uh, amazing. Um, I think I'm gonna talk to you and let me know if this is right. So I looked up mindfulness and it kind of talks about the, uh, the definition is the ability to be fully aware of the present tense without judgment. Does that sound right, Karma? Uh, yes. Uh, as for what I've learned on mindfulness, the mindfulness is simply the ability, the natural ability of our mind mm -hmm. to observe things around us, to dissolve the thoughts that's happening in our head, and the emotion that's happening here mm -hmm. and uh, in the present moment. So this is what I've learned. And then many of us, uh, uh, I hope you got this uh, definition clear. This is a natural ability, meaning that uh, it is uh, very na natural for us to dissolve and uh, observe, be an observer of our thoughts and emotion that arise in our mind. Because uh, I think uh, as a child, when we had no thoughts, we were able to like you no, know, be in the moment to moment. But uh, as a as a grown up adult, we had so much of uh, conditioning throughout our life, mm -hmm. and that con self conditioning happened, and then we give a lot of uh, meanings 
to the thoughts that arise in our mind. I mean, like from the conditioning that has happened to our life. So, so yeah. So mindfulness simply means uh, the natural ability of the mind to observe things around us without giving meanings to it. We give a lot of meanings to the things that happen to us. And uh, when we give, uh, when we label and give meanings, then we create a, a equation or a formula called judgment and resistance to what the moment is. Mm-hmm. And then it's result into suffering. Mm. So, so for example, uh, for example, when uh, when the children uh, when they fall, when as a baby, you know, when they I mean when they are like kids, they when they fall, they just get up and then they run, right? They, they cry for a moment, and they just run. So they are like very uh, much. They live in the moment to moment. But for an adult, when we fall. No, we say, oh God, why is this happening to us all the time? This is happening. Then we go into spiraling into all our minds and uh, into our thoughts of uh, giving so much meaning, attention, meaning to just simple fall. No, simply, uh, simply a fall. We give so much meaning to that fall and then say, and then go into our past, like, no, and to recall all that past, uh, our failures and all that, and then attach more meanings. And then uh, we go spiraling into so many thinking so but mindfulness helps you to come into the present moment and then uh, and then just uh, it's, it's a fall that's it don't give my meaning and then we attach meaning and then we resist oh god like no these are like things which are happening constantly all the time very autonom- automatic mm-hmm. we don't even realize that it's happening very automatic yeah and yeah. it takes a lot of uh, practice that's why mindfulness is a practice of coming into the present moment, staying in the moment. Yeah, so I hope <laughs> I didn't go up and down, but uh, this is like basically. And I think that like, that um, it's easier for children to be in the mindful state but we always second guess ourselves as adults. You know, we take that idea in consideration and then you, you worry about everything and then, you, and then you second guess yourself and your self-doubt comes in and um, discouragement comes in. I totally get that. So um, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to be, for me, it's, it's sometimes hard for me to be mindful like every day of my life. Um, the best times I feel that I'm mindful is when I'm walking the dogs, when I'm not really um, doing too much, you know, I'm kind of like walking and then I'm meditating um, more so or being uh, in the present of walking the dogs. I don't know. How, how do you do your mindful meditations during the day? Do you have a certain place or do you and how long do you have to do it for, for it to be effective for your, your bodies or bodies? Yeah. So like uh, mindfulness, uh, when you normally, uh, people have a difficulty in coming into the you know, present moment. So one way to do that is, uh, of course, like repetition is a mother of all skills. 
So like when we do meditation, we have to do meditation quite often. And then uh, through practice of me uh, meditation, mindfulness meditation, then we can come into the, it, it becomes a part of us, a nature, a natural part of us. So there are so many uh, things that you can do to come into, like without doing meditation. You know, you cannot be in a crowd and suddenly come do meditation to come into mindfulness. So simply like if you are a busy person in a crowd or something like, you know, if you go into so much of like, you know, into thinking uh, thing pro uh, process, you can simply observe the thing, uh, three things, simple, uh, this is a very simple uh, method. You can simply observe the three things that uh, happen, that's happening or that's uh, you see around you. Like for example, I can see you on the screen. I can see my laptop. I can see my curtain. So, but the moment you see with your senses, things around you, then you come immediately into the moment. Then this is how you can, uh, you can observe. And then three things that you hear. I can hear the vehicle honking. I can hear myself talking. I can hear the dog barking. So huh. these are the things that uh, I can hear right now in this moment without being very judgmental. Oh, oh Simona is like, no, this and that. And without being judgmental, you just have to observe things without resisting. You know, oh, the dog is so making noise. These are not like, no, uh, being of uh, mindfulness. Mindfulness simply means like without being judgmental. And this is a very uh, basic uh, essence part of that mindfulness. No judgment with whatever you hear, whatever you see, it is what it is. It is what it is. So we have to remember that. Uh, and, uh, and the other things what I do is uh, the third one, the emotion that is going through me. If my head is, uh, my head is uh, what? Uh, my heart's beating. The emotion that is going through you. My throat is like uh, getting like no, uh, tightened, tightening. I feel the tightness on my throat. I feel the dryness. I feel the back uh, pressure. All that kind of emotion that's happening around you. The three, you can just, uh, if you cannot uh, think of many, just think of three. And then uh, the fourth one is uh, simply observing your breathing, inflow and outflow. So uh, I just observe my breathing, the breath that I, uh, yeah, the, you know, that you observe from the beginning till the end. More, normally we just, uh, we just uh, breathe and then again we lose, uh, get lost into our thoughts. So you keep on bringing back to your uh, breathing, exhaling and inhaling. From the initial, uh, from the last, from the beginning that you take the breath, until the end that you, you know, take it out, you have to keep on observing without uh, going into mind and thoughts. Even if you go into, you try to bring uh, slowly, gently back into the present moment of what you are doing. And then without being so, uh, you know, oh, why am I thinking too much? Then you go into again, spiraling into many other thoughts. So instead be very gentle, do not be so, uh, oh, this, like when you resist, you should not resist. Simply bring back the mind. Whenever it wanders, whenever you go into thoughts, just simply bring it back. So these are the very simple uh, method of uh, bringing. And I also have other uh, longer uh, meditation where I <clears throat> do the pain body, pain body meditation. 
the pain body meditation is uh, simply, uh, I think it came from the Eckhart Tolle, from his power of now. From the power of now, and uh, he has mentioned that, uh, you know, we carry so much of uh, pain in our body. Those pain that we have built up and then it goes into our system, into our organs. And then uh, if we don't release those uh, anger, those frustration, those uh, those jealousy, whatever we feel, like no, it goes into our system and then start attacking our body. So that's why my, the pain body meditation is so important that uh, whatever we have that pain every day, I just go through whatever pain I, I have gone through whatever emotions, I try to bring that during that um, pain body meditation and then try to release it slowly instead of, uh, you know, not going into too much of, uh, okay, you can, uh, for some people might say, oh, you're trying to activate those again, you no, know, recalling that back. But uh, I think that's a very uh, good method of uh, to recall and then dissolve that uh, emotions. And uh, those, uh, because like, you no. Know, if you don't dissolve, if you keep in your system, many of us, we just simply go to bed with that anger, frustration, which is leaving a print in, footprints into our body, you know, in our, all our body, in our body system. And uh, then, uh, then the blockage, then the channels, everything gets blocked. And then we have so much, uh, when we have so much of blockage, our body becomes heavier, denser, denser, and then we walk around like a, you know, for example, maybe like a zombie, like so much of heaviness, you know. If you have a, that, uh, there was this camera which was discovered, they have discovered that, that camera, you know, that camera was uh, able to identify the body's, uh, you know, density. Many people who have so much of anger, frustration, they have that darker, their body becomes darker. Really? Yeah. yeah, they have that dark shadow, you know, instead of that ethereal body, which is like light, and then uh, with all that aura, you know, mm -hmm. they have this heavy body. So like this, uh, so doing this pain body meditation, it helps you to elevate all those kind of uh, body, which makes our body denser. And then when we have a denser body, we are vibrating at a very low emotions, uh, you know, low at when we, when, we, when we vibrate at very low emotions. Then we have a lot of obstacles coming to our life. The present moment uh, is very important, like, no, to, for that, uh, to keep our body mentally, physically, all free, free from the past. We also go into like past, future, comparison and then recalling and then no, keeping that uh, footprints in our body. So this is not very uh, useful for our long-term, you know, <clears throat> mental health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, there is a lot of people that talk about this emotional baggage that we carry. A lot of us in our lives as human beings carry all this emotional baggage that we've carried all over these years and all over and and they also say that um people carry it from their ancestors and on you know we have all this emotional baggage and it's true um 
I feel like I still have to work on that. I think all of us still have to work on our emotional baggage because it is heavy. Um, mm. I was looking into a lot of like, there was this one senior, I don't know, this company, um, Dr. Tennant, he does this like electric, like help for the body because um, we're always kind of off, you know, we're not fully our uh, potential and our voltage are, is low. So they do kind of these little shock therapy. It's kind of weird. I know it's kind of out there, but I'm really interested in it because it talks about, and they always talk about one of the big things that keeps your energy so low is your emotional baggage that you carry, you know? Mm, true. And, That's really true. And, and they talk about that and they say, you know, okay, if, if it's, if it's your emotional baggage, you really have to work on it. And, and um, it's not helping you. You have to clear that blockage. So do you yeah. think that mindfulness helps you with that clearing those emotions away? Or you're talking about uh, meditation, the pain body meditation, but um, <clears throat> yeah. now, right? Absolutely. Yeah. This is 100% true that mindfulness really helps you to get rid of the emotional baggage. Because like uh, mindfulness simply means like coming into the present moment, staying in the present moment without, you know, without the past and the future. And then when we uh, go into too much of past, we have so much of uh, regrets and worries of what we did and recalling the you know, events, dialogue with somebody, something that happened to you, all that uh, creates a lot of uh, negative energy. And uh, yeah, mindfulness helps you to, you know, stay in the present moment because like, no, the past, it doesn't even exist. It's just a past. Yeah. The present moment is the only moment that is in your hand, that is in your power to how, to, how you can respond. To the present, the present moment is the only time that you have that power of how to respond. Because, like, no, when you go in the past, we are always thinking, "Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I should have done this and that and all that." So, like, no, all that, uh, of course, like, creates a lot of emotional baggage that uh, many of people, like, you know, without knowing this mindfulness, they are walking zombie. They have this huge, like, no pain body, like, no, that they cannot even uh, work properly. I mean, literally, there was this uh, cartoon, like, a man with a huge stone at the back, you know? Mm -hmm. And then somebody was saying, what are you carrying something so heavy? And then uh, he says that, oh, I'm carrying my past, you know? So it's literally like that, you know, when you said emotional baggage, it reminded me of that big, huge stone that all of us carry <clears throat> without uh, having this mindfulness as a tool and technique to as a way of life. We would be a huge <laughs> carrier of our emotional baggage. And then uh, mindfulness helps you to get rid of that past. Because past is past. Future hasn't even come. Present moment is the only moment that is within your power. And also like your mind is blank state. You can create anything in that present moment because when you are in the present moment, you're connecting with that unit 
and your manifestation also, I'm coming to, to that manifestation, you are in the unknown zone when you're in the present without, you know, without that uh, labels of yourself, that parameters that you have kept for yourself of the past. You're in that zone and then you can create anything, anything's possible if you stay in the present moment without this emotional baggage. And then that's why mindfulness, you have to keep on doing and doing and getting rid of this, all that emotional baggage that have been built into a system for so many years, maybe even generation and generation that, you know, it is in your body. For example, I, uh, I saw one story <clears throat> where a woman had a heart uh, organ uh, plant, what? Transplant? Transplant, yes. Yeah, and then uh, she was, uh, suddenly she started craving, you know, chicken, uh, pizza, burger, and all that uh, freezy drinks, a woman of 40s, you know, 40s. And then when she found out her donor was 18 year old, who had died in a car crash or something. And you, you can just imagine the connections of how much we are sending into our body that it leaves an imprint in our body, a memory in our body. Yes. Our body yeah. is a conscious, uh, it's a conscious part of our uh, of our mind. So that story really reminds me of that uh, that lady found out that it was the heart was of an 18 year old and her food habits, everything changed because of that. Uh, simply a heart transplant. So so amazing, right? And then that's how powerful, like no, we have uh, that habits which have developed and then goes into our system and becomes part of us after a while. Absolutely, that's so interesting. I've heard of something similar to that too with other like donations, you know. Um, I just want to review, you say for mindfulness, there's three things that you kind of, you know, look at, you see things, as they are, you hear things as they are, and you focus on your breathing. And, and also your emotions. And, and focus on your emotions. The anger, the no, uh, resentment, the, the jealousy, all you can observe without uh, resisting. Mm -hmm. And then just let it go, you know, just dissolve. Because our man, our we are all pure consciousness. We we have that ability to dissolve. Because you can just compare to our mind like a sky. Yes. A pure sky where everything comes floating and then it goes by. The sky but just becomes a pure clean sky. It's kind of like uh, clouds dissolving your emotions or something like that. And yeah. I thought about this when you talk about like just seeing things as they are, not. At, bringing judgment in it. I, I think about like a camera, just seeing exactly what it sees. It doesn't judge, it just sees that. Or a recorder that it records the sounds and it doesn't judge anything, you know? So it's like very like unbiased, like non-judgmental. So we have to be that sort of person and to for us to dissolve the other emotions that don't help us. So that's amazing to remember um, when you're doing mindfulness. Yeah, because uh, we have, uh, we waste a lot of our energy, you know, so much of our energy is wasted going into the past and then future and not being in the present moment at all. And when the present moment is the only moment that you can take an act, 
empowered action and you no know, and go into that of creation and taking an action and uh, being productive at that moment we are losing a lot of our energy into that thoughts you no know? that thoughts really uh, mostly very repetitive thoughts are coming into our mind and so much of energy is being wasted i've realized that also in my you know every time i'm going into that automatic thought and mostly very repetitive thoughts which really kills and zap your energy so much of energy is like mm -hmm. so if we it was so if we just focus on being mindfulness will have more energy and we keep keep at the mindfulness practice we'll have more energy for ourselves and just being the best that we can be instead of like focusing all of our um, yeah. worries about stuff so like if we can dissolve all the emotions that is our baggage we can just focus on the present and just be amazing souls huh mm, yeah yeah be an amazing soul and uh, instead of like no <laughs> we judge ourselves we have the certain traits about ourselves that we have built and we have the certain traits about we have built about others so like when we like no stay in the present moment we don't give that judgment and meanings and labelings to others as well as to ourselves we either judging ourselves or others like every time if you notice your thoughts you are always judging yourself or anything or things also or people or anything and that is also a very much uh, leading to so much of emotional baggage which is not really necessary and then staying moment as uh, yeah being in the moment without yeah resisting without judgment that is the most uh, essence of this uh, mindfulness that's amazing karma thank you so much for sharing your knowledge of mindfulness. And if we could all do this more often, we'd all be better souls for it and, and live a yeah. better life. Yeah. And I hope you Indeed. take um, points into consideration in your lives and try being more mindful in your lives, in your daily lives, so um, we can live yeah. the best that we can in our own mm. journey, in our own walks of life. Yeah. Mindfulness can be practiced in everything. Even as I talk to you, being present to what you say, giving you all that uh, attention that you no know, is needed. That is mindfulness. When we we do like you no, know, most of the, us we do multiple of things. We we are sweeping, we are cleaning the house, we are listening to music, we are you no, know, we are doing multiple of things, and then all our attention is everywhere. And then in the end, we are not really focused. Our attention is gone everywhere, and then we don't realize what has happened. Also, we are washing dish, we are listening to something, we are cooking, so many multiple of things, and then uh, that result in a very uh, unproductive, very un it's very unproductive to to spend life like that. So even driving can be very mindful, even eating can be mindful. The way you eat, fully chewing, smelling digesting well and then no the taste of that in your butt the flavors getting the flavors all everything in every day everything we can uh, apply mindfulness Ooh, i'm going to try that i haven't really tried mindful eating 
I do mindless eating sometimes. <laughs> yeah, ask me also. You know, I, I, I tell you all about that. And sometimes I go into like, no, I'm eating and then listening at the, you know, YouTube lives of my friends. Okay, um, so many things uh, we are doing at the same time. And in the end, we don't even realize what we eat, how the food has tasted. Just imagine if you, if, if it's a, your last day, mm-hmm. how precious everything would be, how much the food we would love to taste, and then the flavors, everything will be, become so suddenly precious. Yes. So true, right? You're right yeah, on. so true. <laughs> Yeah. Karma, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge of uh, mindfulness. And I'm going to try to be mindful in my eating more so than, you know, uh, before, just because we are all stuck at home still um, with the COVID. um, And um, mindfulness eating is such a big part of it, you know, living at home. So, um, Mm. If you have any um, questions, you can always contact Karma on Facebook. Do you have an Instagram page? I don't even know. Yes, you do. Yes, I, I have. I have an Instagram page. Thank you. And um, I will get that from Karma. If you want to connect with her, we will put her information in the notes of the episode of this podcast. Karma, Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and mm. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Simona. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. And uh, I really felt uh, so uh, good to let this out, to let you know about mindfulness. And then thank you so much for having me in the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. And um we are going to have Karma on again because we are going to talk about her uh, entrepreneurial journey next. And it's going to be so exciting. So you don't want to miss that. It'll be on Mm -hmm. sometime later on, but catch Karma again for another podcast. Okay. Thank you you so much, Karma. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Couch to Fire. I hope this podcast sparks something in you to take action to live your best life. If you're interested in joining me in this podcast and have something inspiring to share, please contact me. Couch to Fire, live your best life.